Nothing of the kind. You had wantons looking forward to boughten love, tipplers to some beverage called that demon, gamblers to the local blood sports. The guardsmen grinned and said thank ye as their cupped hands were filled to brimming. Much could be said of Master Suresh, and not all to his credit, but he wasn't stingy. Bag empty, all the brothers' hands full, the caravan master headed off for the station. Y'all do what you want, said Mustafa, called Teef. But this nigger here? They called him that for the obvious reason. Long, snaggled, missing. Is going all the way to Alarum. Pewter black, moss green, yellow. My ass ain't trying to go back up to the desert. Cracked, carious, crooked. A nigga needs some rest behind that motherfucker. Demana felt much the same, crudity notwithstanding. A unanimous rumble rolled across the gathering of brothers. Anyone? said the captain. His right hand pantomimed a man walking away, left hand waving goodbye. Come this far, said some brother. Might as well go on. I ain't never seen a lorum no way, said another brother. Silver fool boys, y'all, said a third. Much as we can grab, y'all. Captain cupped one eloquent hand behind an ear, his other urging brothers to speak up now. There could be no change of mind later. Nobody said anything. So the captain pointed off the route to the station, to a field of cropped stubble and petrified goat dung. Drills, he said, throwing. The brothers groaned. They complained. The two words sufficed, however, for them to drop their packs and scramble to join Captain, already run out ahead of them onto the field and waiting. The brothers shaped up like ducklings, all in a row with their spears. Damana tossed a couple packs off the trail to the station, over with the other baggage. Lately wounded, Fidu eased himself down, gripping his spear like a cane. He leaned back against the piled packs, good leg bent, trick leg outstretched. Around the back of his head some gray naps grew still, his bald pate shining like volcanic glass. Looming against the light... Damana stayed afoot as though to see drills better. His broad stature cast commensurate shade down over his brother, seated. Sweating too much, breathing too loud, Fidu kept his face hardened against pain. The odor of infected humors coming off that bad leg stank such that Damana's sensitive tongue could taste the bacterial action in stagnant blood. You ought to let me take a quick look-see. Demana said, not for the first time. I won't even touch my bag unless you say so, promise. I told you, sorcerer. Fidu threw an edgy glance up at Demana's bag. I put my hopes in God. After that last clash with bandits, Demana had tended the injuries of all the brothers save for Fidu, who, it seemed, feared the pollution of heathen arts even more than death by gangrene. Saprogenic possession, antibiotic exorcism, the perils of sepsis and necrotizing tissues. Demana had perhaps doomed Fidu in speaking such terms without knowing them in a common language. To superstitious ears, nothing distinguished those untranslated words from the veriest babble of demon worship. 
If that leg get too bad, old man, the only thing will save you is chopping it off. Fidu rocked side to side. Prayer and trust in him. His justice and mercy. That's all I need. Maybe I'll wade in the blood of the river soon. That's all right. I asked the dove to come down to my shoulder long ago. Won't you ask him too, brother? For it's said in the recital of life and days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to catch them quick, these more religious northerners, or they'd go on that way for a while. Why not get the old man talking about something useful? Nobody except the captain had crisscrossed this quarter of the continent more than Fidu, and so Demana asked about the wild deeps. A strange place. Nowhere else like it. Rains a lot down there, but you get sick of it after the first couple days. Demana listened, keeping an eye on drills.